The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to Note to Self. I'm Peyton Sarton and I'm sitting here with the infamous, the one and only Kelsey Conroy. Kelsey's one of my best friends from the last, how many years? How Four many years. Friends? Four years. And every time I'm, I have a podcast episode that we talk about friends or if I'm getting a life update, a lot of the time you're in it or anything with Iman. Iman and Kelsey used to live together for like quite a while and Kelsey's visiting right now, staying in Kelsey's old place, which is Iman's new place, and Iman is out of town. She's which using, we call our place. It's still my place. <laughs> still, I literally asked her today. It's she's still getting my same ready. Bed. I was like, "Are you getting ready in your bathroom?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. in the bathroom. The service is so bad right now." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, your bathroom sucks." <laughs> so anyway, Kelsey, you haven't lived there for what over a year now. Yeah, I think it's been two years since I left LA. Oh my god, two years. So Kelsey's in Scottsdale right now. Explain why you moved. Because I you're a California know. girl. Yeah, I don't know. I am a corporate event planner. So obviously with COVID, my life changed a lot when all the events kind of came to a big halt. So for a year and a half, I was not working and maybe the most fun year and a half of my life. But Uh, We were drunk the entire time. (laughs) Yes, we were. And we had a great time, but I was ready to make a change. So I moved back to San Francisco and then from San Francisco moved to Scottsdale. Okay. And Kelsey's she's from San Francisco area. And then she also went to college in my hometown in Fort Worth, Texas at TCU. So I actually met, I met Kelsey's brother and his friends like right when I moved to LA with our friend Sophie. And through that, like I just would go out with the boys and I would be like the only one that would end up like we'd start at at a day party at like bungalow because we were like 22 years old. And then we go through the entire day and we end up too old to go there now. (laughs) But like at 1 p.m., okay, we're like literally yeah. be there at 1 p.m. Sharp. <laughs> In line. No, I'm like, I can't. I literally yeah. can't. So we'd start at like 1 p.m. And then we'd end in West Hollywood. And by the end of it, like all the girls are smart. They've gone home because like you start just looking sweaty and greasy and whatever. And I looked, I look back at myself and I'm just like, I was neurotic, insane. I would be out with all the boys. And to the point where Kelsey's brother, Patrick, was like, oh, you got to meet my sister. Y'all get along so well. <laughs> And then I guess he said the same thing to Kelsey. So we ended up meeting and then just we've all our our friendship group has like almost like grown like auxiliary people have grown from the Sophie to me to you pipeline. Yeah, I think the first time we went out together, neither of us ever went home and we woke up on some random couch with Taco Bell next to us. (laughs) And then we were friends ever since. Like (laughs) then we're like, want to do it again today? (laughs) Like literally traumatizing. Yeah. Also, we we don't make each other feel guilty about anything, which is also a bad thing. Like we should feel like, okay, maybe we should like not be waking up on a random couch with Taco Bell. But no, we're like, we're both like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Let's do it again. Same time as next week. We'll see what happens. 
But we've, I mean, that's been, that was years ago. I don't think I could do that anymore because I genuinely think I'm getting older now to the point where I'm like, totally. That's unsafe. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're still alive. We're still, I mean, yeah, we're still alive. I also have Winnie now. Like I was thinking about tonight. Mm -hmm. So we're doing like a, when we're recording this on a Friday, we're going to like a Friendsgiving tonight. And I know that the girls are going to want to go out after. And I have to like plan times to either go home and like back to see Winnie. Or now I have a big place, like a playpen set up for her where she has like a pee pad if she needs to pee her water, treats. Today, I like knew I was going to, I didn't, I wasn't able to walk her before I came in because I was like, this morning has been rough for both of us. But I set up in her playpen a snuffle mat, which is like this big, like almost like, I don't want to call it a puzzle, but it has all these different like mini puzzles where you, you hide treats in there. So she just has to sniff and like, find them all which she'll do forever and then I also hid one of her actual puzzles in there so I hope she I mean I hope it takes her like a little bit because it makes her really tired but before we go out I usually do that but now it's now it's that rather than being from 1 p.m. at bungalow yes. and like maybe brunch before all the way until 2 in the morning and then or a party in the hills <laughs> like literally never coming home now I'm like okay well let me just prep the snuffle mat and the and the treats and the let me put her pee pads in here and then her snuggle puppy is so cute it has a little heartbeat and this thing that smells like me goes in there. And like, it's just a whole process. I was anti-dog. You were anti-dog. <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. I think I was begging for it, though. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's what everyone was saying. Like, Anna was like, our other friend was like, you don't do that because your life's going to change. And I'm like, that's the, the point. point. Like, yeah. give me a reason to come home. Like, there's no reason I should be doing the stupid shit I was doing when I was 22 to 22 or 26 like stop but also like you're the kind of person that I text you on Thursday and be like let's go to Nashville tomorrow and you yeah. be like okay yeah no so I can't. now there's a little bit more responsibility mm-hmm. and we'll figure it out and we'll find a babysitter and all the things well I will say there is this is part of being a responsible dog mom she just got her last vaccinations yesterday and now she can go to doggy daycare and have a, her like the same place does the walks the daycare and the boarding Perfect. So she's like the same people. It's like her little family. So we have there. a nanny. So I'm like, now we have a dog <laughs> nanny. There were some nights, even with a freaking dog, that I was like, I wish they had doggy doulas like they do for children. Oh my God. Can, can you, you imagine? A night nurse. <laughs> a night nurse for my dog. <laughs> Just to make sure she's like, you know, sleeping and like, or I guess getting fed in the middle of yeah. the night, whatever she, she fucking needs. Yeah. She's always hungry. So anyway, that's enough of that. I'm responsible now, but not you responsible are. enough. I will tell. Not not like children responsible, <laughs> yes, yes, but yes. dog responsible yeah, for sure. Good. So Kelsey's been around for a lot of different eras of my life, I will say. A lot yeah. Taylor Swift, True. which is fitting. Yes. So how are you liking Scottsdale? I love it. I am never there. So I will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey there. travels all the time for work. I flew in last night from Lanai. Never have any idea what time zone I'm in. I guess yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead. She but... flew in last night, landed at 930. You left your laptop accidentally went and bought a new laptop and was up on a call at 6 a.m. this morning True, that's literally insane Just keep my body guessing on what time zone I'm in um, okay also for those who the girlies I guess we always talk about on the podcast we talk a lot about influencer world mm-hmm. stuff you work in corporate America give us a quick little snippet of how you got started and all that stuff because I feel like the corporate girlies would love that because I have a normal job. I'm like, <laughs> well, you have a corporate job. Yes, yes. It's not even normal because you travel. I mean, that like, is true. I guess maybe that is normal for some yeah. people. But so I went to TCO in Texas, and um, when I would come home for the summers, I started interning for an agency that was doing corporate events. So I am agency based 
and travel all over the world for all different clients. Our events range from 50 people going on an incredible incentive trip to 4,000, 10,000 people going to some sort of user conference. My niche is definitely that incentive trip. I love mm-hmm. send me to a Four Seasons of the Board. Yeah. <laughs> She's I'm always in. like, she'll FaceTime me from her work and it's like her at the nicest suite at the Four Seasons of Bora Bora and like giving me a little room tour. And she's just like, I'm just here by myself. But I'm by myself. So that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is like as great as it is, I'm working and I'm up at five in the morning getting everything going mm-hmm. and then going to bed late at night. But, you know, Four Seasons Bed, I can't complain. And yeah, I yeah. do. I love my job. I've been with my company for almost 10 years mm-hmm. and I've just grown within it and really happy doing what I'm doing. And obviously during COVID, I had the opportunity to kind of shift my mindset. And I feel like I'm really happy that I just stuck it out and I'm back because we are back and better than ever. It was weird to see you during COVID because Kelsey is through and through a Virgo. Like she loves (laughs) a spreadsheet, like loves it. So it was interesting to see you like kind of take a step back from work because I know it made you really anxious. Lacking some purpose. Yeah. I struggled with that a little bit, but you know, I think that's where the partying (laughs) came in where we would just- That was our structure. Drink wine and that was our routine and go for long walks. We would drink martinis. We would theme our nights because we, <laughs> we had nothing else to do. We were so yeah, yeah. bored. And to be honest, it was really just me and you for a lot of it. A lot of it. I was living alone at the time and Peyton basically moved in. And then we would, in the beginning of the week, be like, okay, so Tuesday we're doing margaritas. Yeah. And on Wednesday we're doing We were martinis. like, we can't do too much in one night. So we <laughs> yes. had to like space it out. Also, door to door, when like when COVID started, Kelsey and I lived one mile from each other. So like I would just like sometimes go on a morning walk and just be like, hey, I'm here, which I now do to Iman pretty much. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same area. Also, I was thinking about my like single friends in this life. Yeah. You are probably because I would always pride myself on being like the single girl, the token single girl. Are you saying you're not single? I said it on the podcast. Okay. But I was thinking of my friends who like have truly been single in a way that's not necessarily like trying to be back in a relationship like actually like truly single living your best life and I would say you're the the quintessential single friend how long have you been single for are you just going to call me out like that? I don't remember. I mean, forever I've been single for a really long time yeah I've known you I've been single I was in a relationship for four years got out of that was in a short relationship for probably almost a year and then Mm -hmm. out of that and then I've been single for like single, single for probably like seven years. Yeah. Which I like because it's just, I think that there's always a narrative. And especially when I talk about singleness, most of the questions I get are, how do you deal with like anticipating finding somebody? And I need to have you back on for this just to talk about it because you are such a person in the Virgo that you are, which is also why you're here for the pet peeves episode because you could be (laughs) little anal, (laughs) little anal, but you you are very specific and you're not going to like waver when it comes to like fitting someone into your life. Like if yeah. you're like, if you are into someone, you're into them, but it's, it's so rare that you truly accept someone, you it know is. what I mean? As a person. Which yeah. Is, and I am proud of that. I feel yeah. like I always say like, if I wanted a boyfriend, I could have one, but mm-hmm. like, I don't want that boyfriend or yeah. that boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. And I do have a little bit of a tricky schedule to kind of Somebody has to fit into my life. And I know that I have to be a little bit more flexible in dating and putting myself out there. But I mean, I'm out there, but I'm just living my life. And yeah, I'm not yeah. like trying so hard to be in a relationship. You're definitely not trying too I hard. I just turned 30. <laughs> and I feel like now I'm trying to shift my mindset a little bit yeah, and be a yeah. little more open to settling down. But still, I'm not forcing it. And I'm not 
you know, on every dating app going on every yeah. single Thursday but night, Friday just, night. You have such a big life that you prioritize so many things and you have so many people in your life that are super close with your family. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of friends that you're really close with. I mean, you love to go out. You love to hang out. I mean, like there's going to it's going to take like the man, yes. I think. And it needs to be. It's very specific what you like so specific <laughs> and everybody says as soon as you meet him it's just like I could see myself meeting someone if he's the right guy I'll be married in six months and I'll literally be pregnant with kids next year yeah 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 <laughs> like, that's our joke but of, like, this, of our next year yes. like I said this I don't know when I said this last <laughs> but we were talking about oh I did a an episode a podcast episode with the every girl they have a podcast and we were talking about how when does lucky girl syndrome get into delusion or like mm. how do you practice it and I'm like it is delusion mm-hmm. but also like it's fun. It's more fun when you do it with a friend. So like I brought this yes. up where we're like, I have a friend who like hasn't dated someone in however many years. I didn't know how single you were. I did not say your name, but I was like, we just like decided and she decided that she's going to be engaged next year. And we're all just like, yeah, probably. And let's Truly. <laughs> and like, I told Peyton, I'm like, I'm raising you to the altar next year. And she's like, you'll probably win. And the <laughs> thing is, like, it's possible. Anything's possible. And it's not delusion. It's just like, being open to it and being ready. And then I think once I'm ready, then you're very open to it. But also again, like you just have a life. I think that that's, you're a good, almost like case study and to where like, how do you not fixate on relationships? You build a fruitful life outside of any romantic relationships. Cause it's not like you haven't talked to people or like, you know, done other things (laughs) in other situations. (laughs) It's not like you're like doing that, but you're very much like not prioritizing the idea of being in a relationship versus well, like talk your about life. pet peeves. That is literally like going out with the girls and the girls who are so desperate to get a male attention. Like that that's is on my list, actually. So not me. And yeah. that's not you either. Like mm-hmm. when we go out, like my mom always says, she's like, don't you look up and you're surrounded by so many people. I'm like, I'm looking like straight no, in front of me. And like, we're having the best time ever. Me? I'm not trying to attract male attention. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was talking Probably about. Intimidating. With the girls here, <laughs> like like Sophie yes. and all of them. We have like a group text for when we're going to go out and, you know, with that whole a lot of my girlfriends like live together in a house. So we have a big group text and we're just like, you know what, maybe we should like pay attention. Like especially the single girls are like, should I like look around next time we're out and like talk to boys? Like we actually wanted to go somewhere different from like our guy friends even like be like, let's do a weekend in like San Diego or something that forces us to like get out of like our normal group. Because it'll be us talking to our like three or four guy friends that we have and then just all of us giggling totally each other on the mouths but we I like forget. wouldn't trade that for no the world so it's like, because I'm having the best time and also like how do you find a guy that can fit into that right right you can't isn't weirded out by yeah. like our friends baby birding things into each other's well. mouths <laughs> <laughs> I'll never stop that so <laughs> that's never ending it's also funny because all these things are being done to make each other laugh Always. It's not it's not for like a sexual situation because yes. sometimes I think we forget that we're in public. Yes. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Yes. But I wanted Kelsey on specifically for the pet peeve episode because you can be like me, a Capricorn, relatively critical. Mm-hmm. It's something that I need I've had to work on in my life I is to, to stop being too. so critical and impatient. And mm-hmm. last week's episode was last week's, yeah, was about patience. So we're really we're really hitting it right now with the topics I truly this is note to self so it's about what I need to work on and this these last two weeks have been so are you telling me that I need to work on it too because I I mean probably (laughs) (laughs) we've had that conversation before note to self is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
So there are so many things I look forward to during the holiday season. One, the aesthetic of it all. I love the coziness. Right now, uh, Beverly Hills is all decorated for Christmas already. And it's truly my favorite thing to walk over there. I do it morning and sometimes at night just to like feel the holiday spirit. It's also just like beautiful. I love the idea of getting together with family and getting together with friends and just having such a warm, cozy, good time. But there's also the fact that getting together with family and friends, particularly family sometimes, can cause a lot of stress. And then you add to that travel, you add to that the fact that it's Q4. So all around great times, but also some stress. And I think during a time like this, it can be really easy to kind of let your self-care routine fall by the wayside. But I really make it a point to not do this during the holiday season in particular. And for me, that means sticking with you know, my health and wellness, my fitness routine, staying, you know, moderately healthy and keeping up with my mental health. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. If that's what you're going through, it's something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've personally benefited from therapy one, just because it's <laughs> helps me not to trauma dump on everyone around me at all times. And it's a set time where I can talk about anything I'm going through, whether it feels deeper or even it feels a little more shallow. Sometimes the things like that have deeper roots. So it's just nice to talk through that with someone who is a professional, particularly around the holidays and with family. It really helps me to remind myself of my own boundaries and how to keep boundaries in that area in particular. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash note to self today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash note to self. So I have been a longtime Tacova's lover, a longtime cowboy boot lover, truly. I talk about this in this episode, but I can't, I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm from Texas. Now, do I live there now? No. Did I take my style with me? Absolutely. When I first started wearing cowboy boots, it was kind of out of utility. We would go to the ranch all the time and it's just like literally just like weeds that you can't see in. You don't want to walk around in like regular shoes for safety purposes. You don't want to get your legs scratched. But as I got older, they started becoming a little more stylish. I started investing in my boots a little more, getting some really nice boots, getting some really well-made boots for like genuinely style purposes, like walking around in my clean new pair of boots, especially when I went to college. It's kind of like a thing in Texas to like really have your cowboy boots for like fall and tailgating season. It's just they're great for literally any season, honestly. So getting a good pair of cowboy boots is just like top of my list of closet staples. And that's for anybody because now cowboy boots are so in and like trendy. So I'm obsessed with Tacovas for lots of reasons. Mainly my favorite thing about Tacovas is the fact that you can wear them out of the box. So you don't need to like break them in. The leather is so soft. I'm obsessed. Uh, so if cowboy boots are on the holiday wish list this season, give the gift of Tacovas. Tacova's Western boots for men and women are handcrafted from top-notch hides and a variety of timeless and fashion-forward styles. Some of my favorite boots, my ultimate favorite boot from Tacova's is the Annie boot. This is like a, such a classic. It's the perfect height. I have this boot in 
the color Bone. I have it in a caramel color. And then I also really want them in black. I feel like they're the perfect classic black cowboy boot. If you're just starting out, I feel like black cowboy boots are like exactly what you need or like the classic caramel. I'm obsessed. If there's a Tacova store in your neck of the woods, swing by for Western hospitality, a cold one, a boot shine, gift wrapping supplies on the house. You can even get your gift custom leather stamped or branded. Plus their expert staff is ready to guide you to that perfect pair. And if you're still slumped, grab a gift card. They fit everyone. Start off gifting season on the right foot at tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Don't go gently, y'all. So we're going into our pet peeves this episode. And Kelsey did not prepare a list because I don't think she needs a list. I think you're gonna <laughs> you can, to me. You can go rogue. I made a list because I genuinely have a list on my phone called Things I Hate. So I basically just pulled from that list. There some of them are pretty specific. And I actually had them for I knew I was gonna do some kind of content related to like mm-hmm. pet peeves or something. So that's why I've had this list. It's not just like random. I, I have an ick list and I feel like the ick list kind of is, is the same it goes thing. along with yeah. pet peeves. Okay, so I'm going to read off some of mine before I read some listener ones because I just like to set the stage for like what I consider to be a pet peeve and we can talk about it if I'm crazy or not. Okay. All right, number one, this was one that I feel like a lot of people will say is baby talk. Okay, so I have a way I talk to Winnie that's like excited to get her excited. Never am I making like baby talk noises though you know what I mean yeah. and sometimes it's like verged on that or like I've been in a relationship where like the other person like almost like in the moment accidentally said something almost that was verging on baby talk and both of us were like oh my god yeah. like pretend like that don't happen yeah. like it didn't happen like I hate baby talk that's number one on my list right now another one that I know I'm going to see a lot in the listener things is anything mouth noise related yeah. I hate mouth noises especially like I have a sibling who used to make a lot of mouth noises <laughs> when she's not even eating stuff. Yeah. Like it was like a, almost like a weird like swallowing of air and just like smacking of the lips that I was like. It's like a nervous thing almost, isn't that? I think so. And I, I would just sit there and be like, oh my God, I basically kind of want to vomit right now. The sound of mouths making mm-hmm. out, the sound <laughs> of people eating stuff, smacking. The yeah. smacking of the lips, especially when they're mm-hmm. big lips smacking. Like we even have some friends that I'm like, the way that they eat, I'm like, listen, <laughs> if we're going to be friends for a long time, you've got to with the, li- the yeah. lips are beautiful. Okay? Yeah. But you got to stop with the lips. Freaks me out. One that's kind of niche is ordering any kind of salad and having to eat it if it's not a chopped salad. It's like a large piece, piece of oh, lettuce. Yeah. I'm like, just I think every I was like, where are you going with if this? every <laughs> restaurant if you have a salad on the menu of a restaurant like if I was the president of the United States a rule that would go into effect um, on a federal level is every salad must be well yeah it's not like a giant like head of romaine yeah like why is that happening right always chop the salad right right so we can eat it like a normal fucking person thank you so much checking out at Trader Joe's just is a pet peeve pet peeve because (laughs) um I know that they on purpose, like the whole idea of Trader Joe's is to make it like a very local market Mm -hmm. seeming and they're very good at it, but I hate it. Like sometimes I'm just going to the grocery store. I've got my headphones on, my hat on. I'm inside, so I'm not wearing sunglasses, even though I wish I could be wearing sunglasses. I want to be unseen, unheard. That's the most pet peeve ever. I hate it. And stop. It makes me have to try to be warm and now I have to like finesse this warmness. 
with you and I know you're doing your jobs so like you have to do it so then I feel bad but I'm like I don't want yeah and I like, would have do you tried self- this before yeah, no. and you're like yes that's why I'm buying it but yes stop <laughs> I don't want and then you have to like they get into a deeper conversation the last time I checked out they were getting into a deeper conversation about how they had dogs and like how I have a dog now and like and then you're you're trailing away because you're walking because the two it's two minutes of right, checking out right. you're trailing like walking through this middle like this conversation that you're like bye <laughs> in the middle of like kind of a deep conversation yeah. anyway I hate it I just wish they didn't have to do that because I know they're probably fucking tired of that's it that's like your anxiety though because I love it uh, I know. Because I'm like, okay, how much longer are you going to have the pumpkin <laughs> yeah, candles yeah. and when are you switching to the Christmas? And I'm like, oh, good question. <laughs> Maybe they like it. I will say if I was if I was in a job where you're kind of doing the same thing all the it's time. So boring. It is interesting to have like a new person yes. in front of you every like yes. literally three minutes. Yeah. You can ask some questions. I just don't have the energy for it and I don't like it. I like like it's like an Uber situation where you can like say like no conversation, no conversation <laughs> yeah. on purpose. Yeah, I'll I would pay extra for that service of just being like, I know you would. You can sit there and breathe. And then sometimes I just want to be like, hey, I heard you talking to the last 12 people. Like, if you don't want to talk to me, <laughs> that's OK. You can have you a pass have on me. You can, you can like breathe for a yeah. second if you want. OK, when straight men ask questions in my Q&A box, this is very niche to me because I yeah. do like Q&As on Instagram. But sometimes I get men asking like asking you out for coffee or, or wine in or something box. in a question box after I have not answered any of the DMs. I mean, they're just shooting their shot. But you can't do it every week. Every week. I've actually restricted some accounts from commenting. Like They, they don't know. Yeah. Like they can't yeah. see that they're restricted. But I've restricted because I just get so like there's something about it that I'm just like, yeah, get out. Like get out. I've, we, We're here it, for it the girls. Course. Like stop. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, why are you looking at my stories? Like, I post, like, about my lipstick and my JS Health, like, bloating right, tablets. Right. And, like, this is for women, obviously. It's not for you. The girls and the gays. Oh, my God. This is one that kind of goes along with this episode. Because this episode is about being petty. Y'all are kind of getting the petty version of me because, foundationally, I understand things are great. Yeah. I am very grateful. My life's going to be fine. These are not big deals and, like, issues. Right. But... When someone tells me to stop being negative when I'm in like a negative spiral, mm. I'm like, one, I get it. Yeah, life is great. I do get it. But like, let me feel my negativity for a second. And it <laughs> makes me pissed when I'm like trying to be negative and like talk about things like pet peeves. And someone's like, you know what? But life is great. And like, let's or all be like grateful. Or like trying to talk shit. And I'm like, okay, I just have to tell you, blah, blah, blah. Yes. like, oh, but she's really nice. I'm like, I know she's nice. <laughs> but get but it. it's really fucking annoying. Yes. <laughs> God. Let me just talk about it. It's almost like holding space for someone's emotions. It's really hard for people to hear negativity and then yeah. be like, and validate it, which I totally get. And you just like want to solve it for someone so to be like, okay, right. but remember that life is great. And I'm like, I know. I know. That's why I'm here right. and doing this and trying so hard. My, I have an entire podcast trying to convince myself that life is great while talking life to myself. Is life is great. But I love being negative and I would like everyone to let me do that. When men take me seriously. Mm. So this is something that I've dealt with lately after I've had kind of like newish guy friends where I'll say things and they think that I'm being so serious. For example, there's been a time where I was it me that I said that I was perfect or something? Someone said something that I did something and I was like, no, I didn't. I'm perfect. And <laughs> I like went along with this whole thing of being like, no, but I'm like, I'm literally perfect. Like, it's fine. But it's obviously a joke and the girls are right. getting it. And then like Anna would do something and I'd be like, but Anna's 
flawless and amazing. Like there's nothing she could do wrong. And the men were you like, don't get it. I would say two, a solid month. We're like, what is wrong with Peyton? Like, why does she think she's so perfect? And I'm like, <laughs> wait. And they literally would, they would like treat me like I actually thought that. And there's been so many moments like it's maybe not that exact thing, mm-hmm. but similar things to that where I'm like, are you? Stop taking me so seriously. Why? This I'm is all a kidding. joke. This is yeah. all for fun. Yeah. And again, it has to do with like the girls going out. We're all giddy. We're all like, we're all just trying to entertain each deep. other. And we're yeah. just like saying the most ridiculous things right. to get a rise out of each other. And the man is just there for the fun of it. I will say, so there's a guy that I'm not like friends with this guy at all, but he was talking to me and you'll understand why he was, he had been in a bathroom line or something. And there were two girls in front of him who had told him that they were lesbians together. And he turns around to me and was like, it's just not adding up. Like they're saying they're lesbians, but they also have boyfriends and like, that's like all all the stuff. And I'm literally like, they're, I, I don't know. I can't, you know, but that's something that I would say to get you to stop fucking talking to me. And he's like, but it's not funny. Like, why would you say that? And I'm like, it's not for you to think it's funny. It's for us to come up with not only like one lie. So I wouldn't say like, Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, we're dating. Me and my friend are dating. I would go on and on and add to the lie right. and add to the lie. And we're right. both adding to the lie yes, together. Yes. And it's just fun and funny. Right. We might kiss on the mouth and be like, look, see. And obviously. Like, if obviously. Like, prove it. We'd be like, done. Okay. <laughs> and he turns around to me and he's talking to me. He's so bewildered. And he's like, why would they say that to me if it isn't true? And I'm like, because it's not about you. It's about them having a good time with their friend in right. the bathroom line because it's hilarious and fun and just like stupid. And he's like, I don't really get why girls do stuff like that. It's so, d-. I'm like, you're How so boring. serious. Yeah. Like, stop being so serious. Like, it's it's fun. And I could tell, like, looking at them, talking to him, I had not, I didn't know what they were saying, but I could tell that something was happening between the girls and the, he just was trying to, like, hit on them. And they were just, like, not. No. Yeah. Just not taking it. And he was so confused why they wouldn't let him. And I'm like, you are horrible. Why is stupid to understand sarcasm? Too dumb. What is happening? So that, that bothers me when they take me seriously. Yeah. Okay. This is also niche, and I don't feel like you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Okay, so when I do anything, let's say country music adjacent in this part of California, mm-hmm. Southern California, particularly Los Angeles, like North County, San Diego, Orange County kind of areas. So like I've been to a couple country concerts. I've yeah. been a stagecoach. People romanticize the idea of the country in Texas when they don't live in the Mm -hmm. country or texas so they will romanticize when and and can find themselves to be almost like cosplaying someone from the country Mm. when they're really just republicans like there's a difference (laughs) between being and it's okay to be whatever you are but there's a difference between being from the country yeah and like talking with a drawl and saying the word y'all because you said your entire life and that's just the word that you say when you are talking right about you guys or whatever the fuck and then cosplaying it as a Republican who thinks that being country is synonymous yeah. with being conservative. Right. That bothers me so much. And there's so many concerts I go to where like, it's maybe it's a Texas thing, but I'm like the yeah. cleanest cowboy boots I've ever seen in my entire life. And people saying the word y'all where it sounds like they're like throwing up in their mouth as they're saying right. it. <laughs> and I'm just like, have you, I just, I can't. There's it's something funny because when I went to TCU like freshman year, I was trying so hard. I'm like, y'all, it sounds so <laughs> stupid. And like for four years, I thought I'd pick it up. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. You'll mm-hmm. never hear me say y'all. Well, there's also like a difference. It, it's the same people who are like, oh my God, I love Texas. I've been to Austin. It's so fun. I'm like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it. Okay. I'm mad. And here, here's the thing. You can love Texas. You can love Austin. That's great. 
going to Austin for a weekend for a bachelorette and then being like, I could move here right. because of the no taxes and people are conservative kind of m- mindset that some people mm-hmm. get in. I'm like, that's not living in Texas. Right. Okay. I need you to understand that I personally grew up going places like in the backwoods. So of territorial. Deep East Texas <laughs> where like people can't, they don't have Wi-Fi, and right. they're literally living like they think their land is their own country and will defend it with their lives right. from the cops kind of situations. So I am territorial because I'm like, that is a, there's a difference between being country yeah. and being a Republican. And when people don't understand that difference, I'm just like, get it together. Right. Understand. And stop saying y'all to me like that. <laughs> it just bothers me so much. Like, I'm probably never going to live in Texas ever again, but I'm still like, that's my home. Like, that's yeah. where I grew up. And yeah. if I had to be there for all of those years yeah. in the middle of nothing, that's what I get to wear. I get to listen to my country music because I actually know what they're talking about. God, it just bothers me so incredibly much. niche. Incredibly niche. Okay, next one. <sighs> when people say, <laughs> this is a common one. When people talk about how they're moving in silence or like getting stuff done, like behind mm, the scenes mm-hmm. or people who pride themselves and being really private with their lives when no one would ever give a fuck what they're doing. Like I've had, totally. s- there are so many guys I know that are like, yeah, I just, you know, I keep my private life, my love life private. I'm like, you could look at me in the eyeballs yeah. and tell me every little detail of your love life. And I would not give one flying fuck. Yeah. I would never go <laughs> admit it. I would never go tell someone else about it because no one, no one cares. Yeah. You could shut it from the rooftops and no one gives a fuck. It doesn't matter. That bothers me so much. Well, that's like the influencers who are like, I've been off the grid. Nobody noticed. Nobody you noticed. Didn't Nobody notice for one day and I didn't notice. And it's like, <laughs> hey guys, just catching you up in the last 24 hours. <laughs> yes. You know what? This is actually, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm a little bit someone who does this, like when I'm talking about my love life, because the other person involved is more private right. and it bothers me that he's private because I'm like, no one actually cares about your love right. life or my love life. Right. Like, just let me fucking talk about it. But then I'm not going to do it because I know that he doesn't like but it, but I'm literally casually like, teasing a foot and a hand in all of your pictures. That actually wasn't on purpose. That wasn't <laughs> okay. on purpose. As much as people think, I literally, I think I'm just, you know, I'm aloof yeah. kind of. There was like one photo, the foot photo. I talked about this last week. The foot photo, it was that a photo of the me yeah. and my body. I didn't even realize the reason it was cropped enough where you could see his foot is because you could see my entire body in it. Right. And I was like, this is a cute like outfit shot. The outfit actually is really cute. That top, the Levi's chambray shirt. Mm-hmm. I was wearing sells really well for me. So that was the mindset. When people first started talking about the foot, I thought they were talking about one of my feet and I thought maybe I put something in there that I didn't mean to. But then I'm like, I don't have foot porn. Like, why yeah, are you so yeah. worried? And that was his ankle. And it honestly looked really small. And it, it didn't look like him, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It could have been a girl. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> and then when I look back on it, I was like, oh, is that Joe's ankle? Like, that actually looks... It didn't look like tiny. it. Tiny. Yeah. Anyway. He was very offended by the commentary of like, that ankle looks really small. (laughs) He's like, fuck. (laughs) Okay. When people make it weird that you're wearing something either like even slightly revealing or like if my Mm. nipples are showing, like, again, I think that's one of those things kind of like the foot thing where people maybe do it on purpose. I genuinely am not being like, let me rub my nipples and get them hard and put them out in a shirt. Like the new skin bra? Yeah, that has that has <laughs> really confused me because I didn't realize that we're doing that on purpose. Imagine a guy taking your shirt off and you have a bra that has nipples on it. Well, I guess maybe he thought that that's your nipples. Right. And they're know? like, how not hot when he takes your shirt off. <laughs> Surprise. Maybe they're not getting that far. They're not getting that far. I just like don't. 
I don't want to wear a bra, so like my nipples, that's just my, that's my truth that my nipples are going to be out. But yeah. I don't like when people make it like, they make it weird. First of all, drawing attention to it. And second of all, acting like I did that on purpose. Right. I'm like, I just didn't want to put on a bra. It really wasn't that deep. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, what's going to make me look hot in the studio today? Nipples out. Like, no, I just <laughs> didn't put on a bra because the black bra I was wearing just right. didn't look normal under this. So, and I don't want to wear one. So when people make it weird, it, this goes as far as to say like when they make like when you're five and you're you're being right. policed for dress code right. like you're five right like you're the the adults in the situation are making this yeah. weird yeah like I hate that it just drives me insane that's obviously a really extreme that's less of a pet peeve and more of like a Personal, moral stance yeah. <laughs> but when people make it weird about what I'm wearing I'm just like listen it's a nipple you have a nipple everyone has a nipple right some are inverted We've, we have some friends with people. Oh, they we can do. deal with the they can deal with the bra. <laughs> That's actually a great invention. Um, but nipples are everyone's got them. So why are we dogs have them? Like why are we making this weird? Yeah. Okay, when people are easily offended or offended by everything, this happens a lot. Like when I started going out again post breakup, mm-hmm. I was going out with not necessarily our friends. Like. Anna and Liv and everyone at first I was kind of going out with like influencer adjacent mm-hmm. friends and stuff and I would notice this in friend groups where we'd go out and I was thinking everyone was like us like we just go out with reckless abandon we're having the best time ever it's just it's for the girls and it would be like the girls getting in fights over someone said something and then like that right. was really offensive to me and like I'm now mad over here and like they be, would be mad in the corner and then it'd be a whole thing and I'm just like first of all that wasn't about you right not everything's about you right. and we don't need to be offended by everything. And it's not my job to hold space for your feelings because I don't even fucking know you. And I'm trying to have a good time because this week has been stressful. Right. And that I ran into that a lot where everything something someone would say in that scenario would be maybe it was the alcohol. Yeah. Which at that point, I'm like, figure it out. My comments have gotten me in trouble. Definitely made a few people. Cry. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm like, I didn't mean it. <laughs> no. And I also didn't mean it wasn't about you. Right. Like no, I was I, just talking. It's probably about that. <laughs> <laughs> you were being direct. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I I feel like I'm not very easily offended and I'm not going to sit there and cry, especially on like a night out. No. Well, like, here's the thing. I'll just go home if I'm not offended. Like, I'm not going to be around being like, everyone if you were easily thing. offended, we could not be this close of friends. No. <laughs> but same with you. Yeah. Like, no, we're both very direct. Yeah. Like, you're not wearing that. No. Okay. Work email jargon. I know you know this one, mm-hmm. but I hate when people are like kindly replying to this or kindly bumping. I'm like, Shut up with the kindly. That's me. Shut the fuck up with the kindly. I hate it. But also you have to do you it. You have to do it. Because you work in corporate world. So like when my job starts to become corporate, I'm like, I w- kind of was not doing corporation stuff yeah. on purpose because I hate anything that is resembles anything that resembles passive aggression makes me just be like, yeah, Can you just fucking say it. Just say, right. I need you to respond to this. right Totally. Now. Totally. Like, what are you doing? I don't need kindly following up. Kindly. I'm like, yeah, not please respond to your earliest convenience. Yeah, no, just say, please respond. Yeah. We need this. Hey, I need. Yeah. God, it's so annoying. This is maybe an influencer thing, but forced relatability. I think there's such a mm. thing with influencers that everyone's trying to be relatable, even after like they're at Emma Chamberlain, they made millions of dollars. So then they try to be relatable and then right. everyone's mad that they're not relatable. And I'm like, on the one side, stop making someone who makes millions of dollars and who is like one of the best at what she does ever be relatable to you. She's not going to be relatable right. to you in the house she lives in and the clothes she wears. She's literally wearing like Louis Vuitton. Right. She's sponsored by Louis Vuitton. Right. Or Gucci. And her house is in like Architectural Digest. Like mm-hmm. not relatable. It's not relatable, but she still does stuff that's relatable. But at some point, I think some influencers get really big like that. And then they try to force relatability or people who are just genuinely not relatable. I feel like 
there's a lot of people that, yeah. that are not big even. Right. That are just like not maybe fun or cool to hang out with. Trust me, I met a lot of them. And then online, they're like, look how fun I am. And I'm like, totally. oh, my God, please, like, please stop. But just be you, like, be it's normal. It's like that trip that we went on. There's girls that are, like, posing, and they're, like, holding a martini and pretending that they're, and then they put it down. And me and Peyton yes. are, like, chugging all <laughs> the drinks. And we're, like, not putting pool. it on the internet because we're, like, please do not. <laughs> Literally, I don't think you posted day. anything. <laughs> no. Like, they're, like, the company's, like, where are the photos? And I'm, like, oh, I oh, I jumped that. in the pool in that dress, and now I can't. <laughs> Do you want that photo? I'll tag you in that. <laughs> oh my god! But it's not like it's it's about that, yeah, yeah. But it's also just like people who are not. I don't know. I think we're just silly and fun and you know stupid sometimes to the point where I don't want to put that on the internet sometimes. Right. But then there's some people who are not silly and fun and and goofy, and we go to the same event or something, and, and I'm trying like, to be silly and goofy. And then like the camera comes on, and they're like, "Guys, have you ever even like been at an event where like your your lips are dry and you need to put on chapstick twelve times?" Like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, I. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about right now? <laughs> Just like say what's in your brain. That's yeah. relatable. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Well, I'm going to rapid fire through some of these. People who really love and are good at, quote, networking, especially in the space that yeah. I'm in, cannot stand. Because all you're doing. Social climbing. Is social climbing for work. So it actually is networking. Right. You're trying to bounce to people who have bigger audiences and expose yourself to their audience. I get it. I totally get it. I just hate it. Agreed. I hate it. I hate the the fine line between this is real life and it's not real life. Right. At least at real work, you're like, this is networking. Right. This is for work. Right. Or in Most a social setting, time. people trying to network and be like, oh, we should do it. I'm like, I don't want to work with you. No. Oh, my God. That happens a lot in Los Angeles where people are like, we should really like collab on this. And yeah. I'm like, you are a middle-aged man. What are you going to offer my... No. Right. And not like, everything needs planner. to be a I, I have a party. I'm like, I don't do your parties. We could also just talk. Like people. <laughs> exactly. You know, right here, right now. Yeah. We don't need to yeah. do all that. When people expose their bare feet on airplanes. Oh, I mean, that's If disgusting. I see one singular toe, if you're wearing flip-flops, get that off an airplane. Disgusting. Disgusting. Do not do that. It really stresses me out. When people are overly reliant on me for emotional stability. Maybe this is less of a pet peeve and more of a, again, a moral stance that I have. But I've had some relationships with friends in my life that it's almost like they're asking me to like be their boyfriend. Yeah. And the way they want me to be there for them emotionally. And I'm like, are we actually fucking? Because... <laughs> it's not my job to manage your emotions like you need to do that for yourself and we don't need to have conversations about like let's say like relationship in a real relationship where you're having sex with someone and you're a serious committed relationship that's romantic when issues arise you have to have these conversations you have repair it's very emotionally driven with friends I expect 90% of our friendship to be fun totally that's the point yeah and like maybe we'll have tiffs here and there and we'll get over it but like Otherwise, I don't need you to be like, well, every everything that it's kind of goes along with the offensive thing. It's like, mm-hmm. well, when you said that the other night, like it really got me thinking about how I'm like, <laughs> well, you're not you're not understanding the, yeah. my humor. One, yeah. two, I just it's just not we're not having this conversation. We're not getting this deep about this. So when I get drunk and text you, do you love me? And you don't respond <laughs> <laughs> until the morning. Literally three days later. Sorry, I was busy. I'm like, but do you love me? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, here's the thing. I've had friends that would say, like, do you love me? And then they'd be like, if I didn't respond for, like, two hours, they'd be like, fine. I guess they'll just ignore me. And I'm like, "What? once that happens, yes. once I get the follow-up, fine, after, like, three hours because I'm doing something right. and I didn't see something, I'm like, wow, r- rest in peace to that relationship. There's no fucking way. Now, will I send that to my boyfriend? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Obviously. But we're having sex with each other. Okay? <laughs> so, dry skin, obviously. Mm. This one has a lot of exclamations next to it. When people are too excited about literally nothing, 
Oh. I literally am reading your eyeballs. <laughs> There's like a specific person that's just. <laughs> it's the golden retriever energy, yes. but too far. Where yes. it's just like everything. I've been with around men before. Well, I'll say, I'll say something and they think it's the most exciting thing in the world. Which totally. I'm like, you're reading very inauthentic yeah. right now. You're stressing me out. And also like you're, you're like jumping. Like you're just like. Yeah, that's so great. And this is, I'm like, oh. Honestly, men who get excited about anything. It's not that great. Like, like do not show not your excitement. Great. It's like not. I, it's fine. It's not that great. Okay, let's see. Who, when men I would literally never even let within, I don't know, 50 feet of me tell me that what I want in a relationship is like too high maintenance or unreasonable. Mm. So this will happen when I say, like, I don't like when guys, this happened with a guy I was, I was at a wedding and I saw this guy who had matched with on Hinge before pre me getting back mm-hmm. together with Joe. And he was talking to me about his last relationship, said this girl was crazy, broke his watch, like did all this stuff. And I was like, this is, I'm, I'll be 30 next month. I'm like, I know what this reads like. Right. You're insane. So he was talking to me about his relationship stuff because I think it, at this point he's thinking that we're in a conversation about maybe us being in a relationship right. or even being, being close to that, right? So I said, yeah, I don't really like, like it's not about letting a guy follow girls on Instagram. Right. I say, I don't, have boyfriends who follow a bunch of people on the internet who are like not their girlfriends or not their their boys, girlfriends, right, wives, right. you know, whatever. And I would know because I'm in a relationship what these women are to each each person. Mm-hmm. So I would say like, you know, I, I just don't like that. I'm not down for like my boyfriend to be following a bunch of and liking people. Pics no, of, it's not. Yeah. It's not. And yeah. it's a non-negotiable. So he starts talking to me, defending his own place in following these women as if we're in an argument now <laughs> about our relationship. I'm like, oh, you can follow whoever you yeah. want. You just won't be my boyfriend. And right. that's okay. Like, right. not everyone needs to be my boyfriend. We don't have to agree. That's my boundary. I'm not arguing with you. Right. This isn't an argument. But the second you say something like that, men will be like, well, I think. And I'm like, totally Didn't cool. Ask. Think, <laughs> think whatever you want, yeah. my guy. We're not together. You can do whatever you right. want. My thing is, you're going to do all this stuff before we even get together. Right. So like, we'll right. never even be at that point because you're not going to do that. So you'll never be my boyfriend. And again, that's fine. Because if you think that that's insane, then I'm call me insane. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Um, When someone lets a man ruin the night. Oh, my <laughs> God. That would send me. I couldn't be friends with that person. There's nothing No. Worse. And I'm like, here's the thing. If you're really upset about someone, if I've ever been really upset about someone, one, I don't usually drink because I don't like to be upset and then, like, cover it with alcohol. It's just not my thing. Like, I want to use it to celebrate life. So I have this, like, yeah. positive relationship with it. But also, like, if I'm not upset, I'll usually take myself home because I'm embarrassed right, to be that upset. Right. I'm not going to be sitting there crying. Remember the, the one time I was upset over a guy? You weren't there, but I, for once, was upset over a guy. Yeah, and it ended life. up being the most fun night of my whole life. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting at the table and I was drinking two espresso martinis and I had tears coming out of my eyes. And I was like, you guys, I swear I'm fine. But I'm like, I just have to like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm holding two drinks. <laughs> you had a good. Oh, and then I had the best weekend. You didn't. Here, I think it's on here. You didn't make it someone else's problem. No. And everybody was just kind of like laughing about it. I'm like, it's just a joke. Yeah. It's also like kind of <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious. It's funny, even though it sucks, obviously. Okay. But like when it's too serious, I'm like, relax. Oh and to your point, I'm too embarrassed to actually show that I'm like emotional over something. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, just have to make this fun. Make have to make this funny. <laughs> make it a joke. We're in a rom com. We're in a rom com. <laughs> I just think you get embarrassed about this too, and you don't let it happen enough. And I have this is something I really have to work on is hyper-independence and fix yeah. your own stuff. Yeah. So like when someone else makes their problems, everyone else's problems, I think that there's just a part of me that I'm like, I just could never understand right. this right now. So it bothers me. Any kind of impressions when someone has an impression of anything? 
Yeah. Really bothers me. When people are extremely animated, that really bothers me. Oh my God. When people change their accent, it's like, let's say we're talking like this. And then we say like Louis Vuitton, but they're like, they're literally like, and then I went to Louis Vuitton. (laughs) And then I also like, and I got this back. I'm like, can you just say say it? Just say it. Yeah. Just say Saint Laurent. (laughs) We don't need to be like Saint Laurent. Like what? Just say it normal. Like, I don't know if you're speaking like a Texan from America, just speak like a Texan from America. I know it's maybe more maybe respectful to say it the right way, but but don't fuck up the entire speech pattern. It bothers me. Loud car engines. Obviously, there's nothing worse. Crowding the baggage claim. Mm. Why do we all need to be knees on the baggage claim when you can't even see your bag? Yeah. And then when people on the Internet think everything has to relate to them. So like if I say, like, I like cheese sandwiches and people are like, well, I don't. And I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) okay, sounds good. Or like. What about people who are like gluten in- or lactose intolerant? I'm like, you're not well, being inclusive. I actually don't give a fuck if you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> but I didn't ask. Like, don't eat the cheese sandwich then. Right. That's okay. You could just see someone eating a cheese sandwich and not have to comment on me eating my cheese sandwich. Right. I'm not doing anything to you by eating a cheese sandwich. Besides giving you like what visual what cheese sandwiches are you eating? <laughs> I mean, like maybe a grilled cheese. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first example that came to mind. Okay. Have you thought of any while we're are those any of those some of yours? I mean, yeah, those definitely resonate. I mean, I think some of yours are a little specific and niche and maybe a little crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of mine relate to like, to your point, hyper-independence. Like anybody asking me, like, do you need help? Yeah. No, I don't need help. Yeah. Does it, Get like, out of here. I, I can carry my own bags and I can do my own thing and I got this. Or like if I am upset about something, being like, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? No. No. Does it look like I want to talk about I'll it? I'll talk about it if I want to talk yes. about it. Today's episode is sponsored by StoryWorth. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or a friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see in the future, what would you want to find out? By the way, these are very specific questions. There's so many options, but there's so many I thought I'd love to hear my grandparents' response to these. Like, I'm getting older. I just like need to be in their brains. I just want to know everything about their lives. So this gift, especially for my grandparents, is going to be so sick. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. So when I was growing up, my family really loved scrapbooking, both to keep for memories and also like as an activity. And I feel like this feels like modern day scrapbooking also just like much more convenient and thorough so these are kind of like our modern day scrapbooks we'll usually go through some of our old ones from like the early 2000s that you know the 90s also I was born in 93 so I have some from my 90s era and then my 2000s era and this is kind of bringing us into like the modern time I'm obsessed with the whole concept it's such a great gift that you can compile over the year I think that's so cool reading the weekly stories helps you connect with your loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are With StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash note to self and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash note to self to save $10 on your first purchase. 
So many of us are familiar with the word microdosing. And if you are not, just know that all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and happier and perform better. So let's talk about microdosing. So you know that just right kind of flow state feeling when your body and your mind are really at peace, like after a workout or after a nice long shower, when you're relaxed and focused, but like a little energized still kind of some people would call it, I guess, being in the zone. Well, microdosing can help you get into that zone easier and stay there for longer. I personally love my microdose gummies because they make me feel so relaxed, not only physically, but mentally. I feel like they help boost my mood, gives me a little pep in my step and allows me to be more focused and creative throughout my day. Also really great for like exercise and post-workout recovery. I really like to take my time now with recovery methods, like stretching and things like that. And I feel like when I'm in a more relaxed state, I can stretch deeper. I can focus a little bit more on each thing and each like move that I'm doing and really be there. We talked about being in the moment last week and practicing patience and stuff. And it's something I'm really working on. And this is such a great tool to use to practice patience and be in the moment and just be present. I am absolutely loving microdosing and I'm loving how mainstream it's become. Uh, No matter who you are, what you do, it's helpful in so many different ways. One big thing I've noticed when I am microdosing is that I don't feel as like foggy or hazy. Like I feel like, again, I just have a little pep of my step. I have some clarity. I can focus better. And that just helps me overall with work to kind of shift from like maybe doing admin work to being more creative to recording podcasts and being like more on, I feel like it's just easier for me to shift into gears quicker and I'm feeling better while I'm doing it. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code note to self to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com code note to self microdose.com code note to self for 30% off. Okay. So I'm going to read some from the audience. Men in flip-flops. That was a pretty common one. Watching strangers eat clam chowder, anything white and creamy. Yuck. Disgusting. The fact that smooth is not spelled or is spelled without an E on the end. Smooth. Why do they care? Well, a pet peeve is really like, it's not like a big deal, you know? Yeah. That one just, you know, I just feel like that's why I was kept saying like there's some that are like a moral issue, yeah, like yeah, an yeah. actual problem. And then some like are, going like, back to the white and creamy is like anybody who opens a yogurt and like licks the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when people call their moms their best friends. Oh, I do that. Yeah, you definitely do that. She is my best. friend. I don't though. like when people call their husband or boyfriend their best friends, but I that is your best friend. I agree with that. Yeah. So it is annoying, though. Like I like when I came to the conclusion, like, especially when Joe and I were living together, like, this is probably my best friend. Yeah. I never wanted to say it out loud. Right. Because I was like, it is annoying with spouses, but like my mom's my best friend and that's okay. Yeah. There's a lot that has to do having to do with sneezing. Hmm. This one says when people sneeze five times in a row. Oh, my God, I can't. Oh, I could have agree. (laughs) You say bless you and then they keep going. Like, okay, bless you. you. Done. I'm done with blessing. People chew with their mouth open. That's one. People who are obsessed with tracking on their Apple Watch. I hate that. Me too. I just think I'm an Apple Watch. Girl. They have to close. Me neither. Close I'm an aura ring girly. I'm a nothing. Also, I don't want something actually like, you know how much I hate getting texts and yeah. I hate like something else to tell me that I'm getting Agreed. contacted. More notifications. Yeah. Scary. Let's see. 
loud chewing. There's a lot of like duplicates here. Mm-hmm. People saying babies are going to marry each other are saying like, oh, Max and his girlfriend. Ew. <laughs> I guess that has to go along with like almost like sexualizing a baby. Yeah. So I yeah, I get cute. it. When my mom adds an S to words. Oh, that drives <laughs> me insane. What is that? Do you have an example of this? Like it's like Costco's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or like adding the to something that's mm-hmm. not the. It drives me nuts. I guess that's that's true. I haven't had my mom really do that, but I think my mom is also like kind of young. Yeah. So she's not like my, my mom's not like old. my grandma does that yeah. for sure. My mom doesn't say Costco's. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, like the vibes. Mm-hmm. Stickers in the backseat windows of a car from kids. Hate. Hate. Well, just like that. That just like doesn't. I just think about what I would feel like in my own car, and I know, but well, maybe... I'm just judging that mom so much. <laughs> We're not moms. I know clearly. <laughs> They have, they should, obviously, they have to make ones that, like, come off really easily. Okay, yeah. That would just bother me in terms of, like, actually getting a sticker off my car. People saying, quote, that's valid to me. I feel like they aren't listening. It's a mindless response. That's valid. I also just don't like that term. Yeah. Or that phrase. I'll be like, I hear you. But that's my way of being like. So she's right. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Hearing people breathe. Yeah. That's a lot. That's definitely a lot. Going to hot yoga, and I'm sorry, but men Breathe in so hot loud. yoga, I'm like, first of all, they're sweating so much more, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like, <gasps> <sighs> well, you I'm know like, what? Yeah, I've had this conversation with with Joe before, <laughs> and with a couple other men in my life, where like I'll be laying near them, and I am breathing like a woman breathes, <laughs> as we've been taught. <laughs> Don't take up too much space or make up yes. too make too much noise because yes. that's just like the pretense you live under. And men breathe so loud. You can tell that no one's told them to stop right. being loud and making right. noise. So like br- the breathing is. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> what are you doing over yeah. there? Like, do you hear me breathing? No, because I'm breathing like a normal person. Right. But then I realize, like, oh, my God, that's because I've been taught to be quiet. Right. Right. And this man has never been taught to be quiet in his entire life. No. Like he can just breathe like a person breathes. So they're in hot yoga. And we're all the women in, the, in hot yoga are also breathing. Even when they say like community breath, I'm not like <sighs> like we're all trying. Just... We're all trying to breathe like women do, yeah. which is like with some level of what what is the word I'm thinking? Just it's being polite mm-hmm. to the people around you. Right. Like the people around me don't want to hear me some breathe. Just be aware. Yeah. And men don't have that self awareness no. sometimes. It's the heavy breathing again. Like next time y'all lay on any man, if you're laying on a man's chest, whatever, just like really. Really listen. And it's true because as a girl, you're like trying to be as silent as possible. Yes. You're trying to be like as aware of yourself yes, in every like situation. Getting no oxygen. Yes. Like- That's fine. That's just how I live my life. <laughs> exactly. And maybe part of me is jealous. I'm like, damn, no one ever told you to like stop fucking breathing so totally. loud. Oh, my God. Or they don't have sisters because I know for a fact I've said to my brother, stop breathing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Why does anyone have to breathe that loud? Let's see. Slow walkers, obviously, like Eight. anything slow. I'm just like, are we? Eight. I've been trying to practice patience. So I've been trying to, like, in if I'm driving in the lane of the highway that's like the slower lane, I like stay in there. And then, but I do wonder, my initial thoughts are like, what are you possibly doing? Mm-hmm. And usually it's like an old person or someone. I do understand, still annoying to me. Or when you take too long to like make a turn, I'm just never in the slow lane, like, or just whenever. like. It's just me practicing patience. I yeah. actually have anxiety thinking about it right now, but it's my challenge to myself. Fast lane until the very last second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Bill Walker, some people chewing, people stepping on the backs of my shoes. Like, why do you need to be so close to me? Yeah. People who don't understand personal space. I do think it's yeah. an American cultural thing. We like our space. In some other cultures, they don't necessarily have a ton of space or care for it, really. When people are too close to me, in general. I love it. You love it. Like you like random people? Same, no, not no like strangers. People, if we could do this sitting on the same yeah, side like, of the no, couch, I would love it. Kelsey and I could be touching the sides of our faces talking. I just always touch her toes because that's as far she's as she's reaching. <laughs> she's reaching for my toe right now. I'm like recoiling. Let's see. The phone volume being on while typing. Mm-hmm. No. Phone volume in general. Another sneezing one. People who make an elephant noise when they blow their nose. Like, how do you not realize? Yeah. Like a really large sneeze. When someone tips their empty drink to get the ice and chews it. Oh, I hate that. Chewing ice like really hurts. Yeah, and it's like so disruptive. And sometimes like you can't help it if you are drinking and like you do get a little bit of yes. ice. It's either like you're going to suck on the ice and you're going to get know, a brain people freeze. People who like move their ice around and yes. then drink it. Ooh, I don't like it. When someone doesn't have any sense of cardinal direction. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at directions, but that's okay. I'm okay with directions, but I think. I hate it when it's like, a man who's like, oh, I'm really turned around. I'm really yeah. turned around because north is that way, right? It's like, you don't know and that's okay. Why you can you be just, like, I've never yeah. been here before. Just check your phone also. Just, hey, You don't have to know. And <laughs> then look at your phone and look where north is and then that's it. Yeah. That's where you find it. Just, and it makes me anxious when someone starts reacting to right, things that way. Right. You know what I mean? People talking on speakerphone in public. Mm. That's the thing I've, I've witnessed a lot. Wasting food. I can't stand it. Mm. I think I could be better at that not wasting food. I don't do it in public because I'm scared people are going to judge me. Yeah. But like I do take the stuff home and then it goes to waste. You know what I mean? I like take it home and then I throw it away outside the restaurant. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I wish Which I had someone wasteful. to get this to. Yeah. But then also giving it to someone. Like I live in a place where you could find someone who lives yeah. on the street and would like it. But and then they don't want it. That's the thing. Is that rude to give it to someone like an open container? Yeah. Like I think that's kind of rude sometimes. Yeah. I've also had transient, you know, homeless people mm -hmm. in Los Angeles tell me that they didn't want something for me because it wasn't like, or they've asked if it was gluten-free. That was my first interaction. Or actually, it was through my dad. My dad's first interaction when he moved me to LA. He went to go bring this big thing of pretzels to this woman because I didn't want them. At right. the time, I was cutting out like gluten and dairy to see right. if I was allergic to, to something. And she was sleeping on a park uh, bus bench with all of her stuff and like had been there for a couple of days. Like we knew right. she was probably living on Hungry. the streets. Yeah. He brings her this thing and she asked if it was gluten free. And he was like, no. Welcome to Los Specifically, Angeles. it's not. And yeah. she was like, well, I, can't I don't want it. it. I'm like, oh, well, how does she know she's gluten free? And I don't know. I don't know that she does. Well, maybe she does. Fucking, I need to do all those tests, but they're so expensive. That's my point. I'm like, how does someone. Yeah. Too expensive for me. Watching her figure. Watching her figure. Okay. When people are super opinionated online, but are also illiterate. Mm Oh my God. Grammar is my number one. Like if a yeah. guy texts me, you're beautiful and it's the wrong you are. Oh, that's on here. First of all, don't say you're beautiful. It's weird. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Goodbye. I have seen that. There's a guy that texts me when I say, I'll have to show you because there's been more, but he texts me all the time and I never respond. And then I, I also see him in person and I'm literally like, why are you texting me? Like, right. I'm not going to respond. And he takes it as a challenge or like I'm joking yeah. like he's not taking me seriously enough yeah, yeah. I'm like it's not a joke when yeah. I don't respond 17 times but every time he texts me I would say every other time there's a grammatical error and this is a sentence of maybe five words right I'm like you are like no grammar is like number one no 
a guy when a guy gets out of the booth before you and doesn't wait for you to walk in front of him. Yeah. I don't like that. I would say that I would honestly like guys in booths. Like imagining a guy like scooting into a booth. Gross. <laughs> That's like an ick. Yeah. When strangers sneeze. Mm-hmm. A lot of sneezing. When people walk on their toes. Yeah. That gives me so <laughs> much anxiety. I'm like, where are we going? Like I like to be fast, but where around. are we going with this much energy? Maybe it's the energy thing. See, a lot of blowing your nose, a lot of sneezing, crinkling bags. Just pour the chips into a bowl for mm. fuck's sake. <laughs> Men that sleep with the sheets up to their neck. <laughs> I don't think that this doesn't yeah, bother maybe me. They're cold. Maybe that's kind of a neck for you, though. Oh, I have one that I just made up just now after looking at this. This one account that I've seen before that I think this is the account that always says when I wear my big sunglasses, they're like, we hate that. Get it. Yeah. This one says, let me kiss your feet. Gross. It's just that was the submission. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Like, why do you have to do that? We're having a good time here and you're yeah. ruining it. <laughs> Loud breathing. When people stand too close to me in line. Mm-hmm. That does bother the fuck out of me. If I'm in a line and someone is where I can feel their breathing, yes. that really bothers me. Another blowing my nose. Or when people blow their nose. When my boyfriend doesn't use a washcloth in the shower. So I don't like washcloths in the shower. No. Like, that does bother me. Yeah. That's the opposite, I guess. Especially because, like, then the washcloth is left in the shower and That's it's just, disgusting. like, wet. Yeah. And it's and then there. And it smells like mildew. I just, that grosses me out. Oh, when people call me and I didn't pick up and then I call them back immediately and then they don't answer. Yeah. Oh, this is, like, a thing with my, I have with my mother. I'm always, like, and you know how anything your mom does? Yes. Is more annoying. Yes. Even if you, like, because you, like, love them more. Right. So you're just, like, oh, and like their sole purpose is to answer our phone calls. Yes. I'm like, listen, what I didn't choose to have me. Yes. You chose this. Yes. So answer my fucking phone <laughs> I call. I just called my mom because I haven't talked to her since I got here. And she's like, hey, babe, just making sure you're okay. I'm walking into a facial. Got to go. Bye. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> um, ma'am, stop your I'm entire day. What? <laughs> I um, have something to say. My other thing is my mom, my mom did this this morning. Text me out of the blue. Hey, call me when you can. Oh, that's like. So immediately text back. Who's dead? Like, are is everything fine? Yeah. She's like, yeah, just gonna talk about holiday things. I'm like, Ugh. okay. <laughs> I thought someone died. Yes. Or something was going wrong. Right. Okay. When people travel to other countries and don't follow cultural norms and are not respectful. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. One time I had, in the very few times I've ever been to Europe, I I think I was with it was that trip we went on with like a little girls trip. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of before, right before we started being like really close. Yeah. We did a layover in Amsterdam. So we stayed the night in Amsterdam and everyone's being fucking normal. We're in the red light district yeah. of Amsterdam. So like you'd think it'd be rowdy. It's not. People it's there not, are no, really calm, like really... chill. No, they don't make it weird. Right. That's the thing. They're the, they're the kings and queens of not making it fucking weird over there. Yeah. So we hear this like super loud noise and we're in a big group of people, like a big crowd of people. We hear these super loud guys like walking down the street. And of course they're American. Okay. So we're like, like just putting your head down. Like we don't know these people. One of them runs up to one of my girlfriends, gets in her face and goes, we're from Texas, bitch, and then walks (laughs) off. And she's from Oklahoma. So she's like adjacent enough to be like, oh, my God. But I guess they thought that she was like from there. And I'm like, I am so embarrassed to be a part of this, to have seen that. It is very embarrassing. I will say that's a pet peeve. Girls who shit talk their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Just break up with them. Right. Like, it's, there's a difference between venting and totally. shit-talking your boyfriend. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, just stop, stop. People looking at my phone, mm-hmm. that does make me nervous. Yeah. Even though I'm not doing anything that 
requires me to be nervous. Totally. Really bothers me. Oh my God, people who get nervous about parking. I think this has happened in my life where people cannot parallel park. Yeah. So it's like a whole like, it's moving yeah. around and looking back. I'm like, that makes me so nervous. Right. To watch, to be a part of. Every, <laughs> oh no, this is, this might be offend some people. You're not a dumb loser, by the way. If if you if this applies to you and your job description, maybe they're not talking about you. Every dumb loser from your hometown becoming a realtor. <laughs> not a pet peeve, but a petty thought. <laughs> but there's some realtors that are really good at their job. So, but I like do. There are some that you're like, of course you're a realtor. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, let's see. I'll do a couple more. Guys wearing no-show socks. Depends, because if they're wearing, like, Converse, yeah, sometimes, like, I don't want to see your socks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I kind of understand it. I don't really, like, notice socks that much, maybe. Painful lack of self, self-awareness, obviously. A lot of people don't like coughing and sneezing. I mean, who likes it? Yeah, I, I guess it's just, like... It's not, like, a pet peeve. It's just, like, me. it's not, like... Yeah, yeah. When people ask me to hold things for them. Oh, Always, because like I always carry a purse. Yes, and then Iman doesn't bother me because it's Iman, it's and I would Iman, do anything yeah. in the world for her. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, "Can you hold this?" And then the next day, I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I, I actually stuff? don't have your credit card. Yeah. And I don't know where I lost it. <laughs> don't let me be responsible Just for this." Yes, but if anybody asks me to hold something, I'm like, "Yeah, no worries, as long as I'm not responsible." Like, if yeah. I lose it. Well, also, like, I just I have girl hands, is what they call it. Yeah. So, like, I can hold a million things at once. It's kind of a fascinating thing to see how much women can hold in their hands. So like I will do anything to hold my own stuff oh, same. before I ask someone to do that for same. me. Like if we're walking from the car and I've got stuff in my hands, someone's like, hey, do you mean to? Oh, no. Yeah, don't even, know, I'm never also, traveling don't, light. Don't disturb. Like I usually when I have my girl hands yes. out, I have like a very specific balance yes. of how things are on my hands. So I can't. So by removing the one thing on the top doesn't help anybody. It doesn't because then like what if that one other thing falls right. and, now, and now we've stopped for you to help yeah. me with this. I'm like, let me just get from point A to point B with my girl yes. hands full. And I will get there yes. how I need to get there. Like a Target bag hanging on every finger. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, and I did that. On, like, And it's they're perfectly <laughs> yes, balanced. Yes. Do not fuck with the, the balance. When there's water all over the floor after your friend uses your shower. Mm, that does bother that's me. That's pretty specific. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's calling someone specific out. Excessive PDA. Let's see. Men who drink ciders. Like a cider instead of a beer, maybe. I like kind of agree. I do agree. Just drink a beer. <laughs> just be normal. I don't know. Let's just order a water instead. Yeah. No, that would be a pet peeve too. <laughs> if I'm drinking, you're drinking. True for you. Debbie Downers are rain cloud people. I can some level of Debbie Downer if they can make it funny. Yeah. But like if you're gonna do it all the time. But not like Debbie Downer, Debbie Downer. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's, nothing worse than like somebody who's really negative. Again, it's like when you're having a bad time and you're affecting the group, just like go home. Yeah. Everyone's going to be happy, not not mad at you that you're not there, but just like, okay, if you're having a bad day, like, right. don't be around people. Right. Like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. I also hate somebody who's always looking for something better. So, like, we get to Bungalow and they're like, this place sucks. There's no hot guys. Let's go to the next oh place. Oh, my okay, God. We just waited 40 minutes to yes. get in here. We are not leaving. And also the other place, by the way, not better. It's the same people. Yeah. I I think that always happens during, especially in L.A. and especially on, like, holidays. Like, yeah. Halloween. Yes. It's like you're always looking for a better party. Like 4th of July. It's like, let's go down the strand and we have to find this yeah, party. Yeah, and then it's the, like, this party's literally happening. literally the same people. Just, just go to the party. Just enjoy yourself. That's what I. That's what LA taught me, actually, is just you just be where you are. Yeah, you have to. It's not, we're not looking for anything better. Because you're wasting so much time just trying to find something better. And then the Uber's are expensive. Comes around. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't do anything tonight. And you're forced to go home. Ugh. Um, let's see. Oh, my God. 
When white people talk in a Mexican accent when they're talking to someone Mexican. <laughs> I could see that. But like, I know exactly that situation. That? Yeah. Obviously, this person has yeah. run into people who have done that. I'm sure as a person, if you are Mexican, you notice it obviously more than like we would. But like, I do know I do know what they're talking right, about. Right, right, The crying laughing emoji is just a general pet peeve for oh, a lot I of people. It. I so I don't use that one as much because I'm noticing it. It starts to bother me too. But the one that really bothers me is like the crying laughing one with like the eyes that are like little oh, triangles. Yeah, you know yeah. that one drives me fucking insane. <laughs> Do not send that to me. When someone stops in the middle of a walking path, mm-hmm. I get crazy anxiety about that. Yeah. I'm just like. Who raised you? Yeah. Like, do you think you're the only person Especially in the Especially with world? like traveling. When everybody's just like moving as a group yes. and somebody stops. Like, step to the side. Do you not know that people are behind you? Also yeah. survival instincts. Right. Know where people are around right. you. Totally. Like what is happening? You would die in the in the wild. Okay. Get it together. <laughs> when people nod too much in the classroom at the teacher, like an excessive amount. Yeah. I think it's, that goes along with like people who validate too much in a conversation. And I find myself doing this sometimes where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like someone's like, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay. It makes me as a person talking really anxious, but it makes you as a person doing it like you're trying to validate the Well, you're there. also like trying to engage. Yeah, exactly. Like I just did. Same. Okay. Shaking of legs. People are really stressed about the tapping, mm. obviously tapping the shoes, shaking of the legs, tapping the pen. It doesn't bother me until it's like under a table and the table's moving or like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, stop. Relax. Yes. Relax. Because that does give me yeah. anxiety. I'm trying another one. Can I see your feet? Okay. Clothes hangers. Oh, clothing hangers. I will say clothing hangers are really annoying. We need to figure out a different way mm-hmm. to organize our clothes because they're always getting caught on things. Yeah. They're always falling. Or if they don't match. Oh, if they don't match. Clothing hangers are not for me. People who don't clean their butter trays after every stick of butter. How do you know? I don't know. Also, I'm the person that literally will take a stick of butter and put it on like, like paint the yes. toast with it because it's the easiest, most yeah. effective way. Gum chewing. Actually, I've noticed a couple whistling. What do you mean? Oh, people, people don't like whistling. Yeah. My mom will hum and she knows it just drives me insane because it's Humming. a song that you don't know. Yeah. So you're going, hmm, 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 hmm. Stop. <laughs> I actually saw that one and here as well. Men flirting. In general. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. agree. I agree. You know what's funny about men flirting is I think it's never done successfully. Right. The part of flirting that I think men, I don't know if they're aware of it or not, is if the person is flattered that you're flirting with them and then the woman goes along with it because she's flattered and she thinks it's cute. It's not like your words are like really, like it's not about game. Right. It's about how much is this woman willing to tolerate and how much does this woman think that it's cute that I'm trying. Yeah. But But I don't like that at all ever. I hate the approach. I had a, a guy recently, he actually came up to a, a group of us at this like concert we were at. And it was like me, Anna, our friend Lauren. And then I don't know if you met Lauren or not yet. Mm-hmm. And Morgan. And then Joe was kind of behind me. So he couldn't see him. And he's like kind of laying down. So he couldn't like see. We're all in a little circle on the ground. And this guy comes up and he's like, hey, guys, like, hey, girls, like, what's up? Like stands like sco- squats down next to us. Like he's a part of the group. And I'm already he's already ne- right next to me. Yeah. which I'm like, you chose the exact wrong person to be by. He, I can see him see Joe and also like looks at how long like Joe's body is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he got he got a little awkward for like one second. Then he's like, I'm trying to teach my 
my guy here, like how to approach women. Like we all be our. Oh, because you're so good at it. And I'm like, again, that's what I'm thinking. Like, and no one here is going to tell this guy, this yeah. poor guy, like what you're doing is like the not exact wrong approach. Do not do this. Yeah. So he sits down, makes himself too comfortable. The other guy is like kind of trailing behind. He's like a little awkward. And they're like, he's like, can you give it a try? And we're all like, of course, like our girlfriends are like, oh just my being like, God. yeah, give it a try. Sure. We're all looking to they're like, just let him fucking do this. Yeah. So he comes over and he's like, hey, like, what's up? And like, we're all like, OK, well, maybe you should just like be a little more. So the guy's trying to coach this guy into being more like him. <laughs> and all of us are just like looking at each other like, does he not realize like that is so yes. off putting and he shouldn't be more like yes. him? So we let him do his whole spiel. And this guy thinks like you. This guy thinks he killed it. Yeah. He walks away thinking he's, he's killed and he's got game. And his other friend is like sitting there. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if the game was to pretend like he had game and like it was a joke on us. Like it was that bad. Right. But I think that sometimes men think they have game when it's really just like our willingness to like be like, all right. Yeah. Just let this guy fucking talk. Using it as a teachable moment. <laughs> and just like let him do his thing. Yeah. And then be like, aha, yeah, yeah, you can have my number just to get the fuck away from right. me. And we're going to be nice because we don't want to deal with like the fallout of being rude. Right. Even though, you know, I'll be rude I mean, immediately. Sometimes you have to. I'll be like, just stop, please. <laughs> if Joe wasn't there, I'd have been like, yeah, listen, we're just trying to have a girls night. Like yeah, we don't need to be away. practicing on us. Like literally practice <laughs> on anyone else. <laughs> please. Thanks God. Thank God. OK, let's see what else. We'll do one more. Ooh, people who leave all the lights on or just like things unfinished in mm. general. That bothers me when it comes to like, like, you know, growing up, if your sister would come in your room or your brother would come in your room and the door yeah. was closed and you're like, this is my right. My room with my lights yes. off and my door yes. closed. And they yes. come in, they open the door, they leave, the, they turn the light yeah. on and then they turn around and leave and they keep the door open and the lights on. Right. Just like when things are unfinished. Yes. Just close the close the book. Yes. Leave it like it was. Agreed. That really does bother me. Yeah. And if you're going to borrow something, give it back exactly like exactly. in the same condition that it started. Because yes. And put it in the same place. Yeah. Put it away. It's Don't just... give it back to me. Put it where you got it. Yes. Oh, my God. The giving it back to me. Yes. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Siblings will really teach you what your pet peeves are. Because yes. they get on your nerves more than anybody. Well, it's interesting because you're the oldest. Yeah. Oh, my God. And everything they did was, was bothering yeah. me. Yeah. Honestly, not Brooks because Brooks is 12 years younger than me. Like, right. I'm not going to like argue with a one-year-old when I'm like 13 right, right. but <laughs> but you do find yourself in a position where you're like I really yeah but I also always took more of a the oldest sister role that was almost like more of a mother role right and also like removed because I was like gone all the right. time because I left the house when he was five right six for him but my sister and him would always get in arguments and they're super close like right. obviously but like they're eight years apart right I mean you're really hard on your sister though yeah I am but she's really annoying sometimes. But growing up, I would always just be like, you're breathing so loud. Because there's so many moments with your siblings that you're just doing stupid shit. Like, we're playing spies. Right. And like, I'm taking it obviously way too serious. I'm like, we're really And you're spying. not good enough at being a spy right no. now. And I'm like, you are so loud. You're breathing so loud. Like, you're really ruining the experience you're for me. You're never going to be able to be a spy. Because like, <laughs> if you need to ever spy behind the couch, you can't do it. <laughs> you're breathing you're running you're tumbling around yeah. I'm like stop it stop being so loud and then she's offended and then she's like Riley's actually changed a lot she used to be like a wild child mm -hmm. like so outgoing and so crazy and obviously she's definitely really reformed now well she's like a married mother well she was like that before though she mm -hmm. Riley likes a rule she's like my dad mm. they love yeah. rules and whenever they get rules they're like we're going to fucking kill it at these rules. You know, <laughs> I'd like to have a general guideline. Yeah. But I also need to be like, why is this a rule? It's right, stupid. I'm right. not following it. So I can be good at following rules. You know, mm -hmm. we should do a podcast episode on that. On following rules. On not following rules. Yeah. 
on using them as guidelines unless they're the law, yeah. in which case I have used them as guidelines and it has <laughs> been an interesting yes. time. All right. So any other pet peeves you thought of? No, I think we covered it. But God, people are specific. They love it. I also think the idea of a pet peeve, though, is like something that bothers you, but it's not like, again, a moral problem. Right. Because there were some on here that were like actual issues. Right. Like that's a that's a problem I would have with someone right. as a human Mine, being. People not having their nails done and a look at me I'm <laughs> hiding this freaking finger. One finger, yes. My finger flew off <laughs> on the airplane. So right after this, I'm going to get my nails done. But huge pet peeve is when people's nails aren't done. You know what my pet peeve says? When people's nails are way too long. And mine are way too long right What's now. funny is like it's endearing for you because like, you know that photo I have of you in the mirror eating the... Yeah, I have a photo of Kelsey eating this burrito and she's like laying on the ground. So like the burrito's like she's like jamming a burrito into her mouth and her hands are like holding it <laughs> like you have to if you have really long nails, yeah. which is like almost like <laughs> like you're like high fiving <laughs> totally, it, and you're like eating it like this. And the nails, the fingers are just and I have crazy fingers. Maybe that's why, because like my fingers are already so long. If I, I have really long, long fingers, too. Yeah, if I had long, like truly claws. But it's the funniest photo because it's just like to zoom and be like, oh, my God, are those fingers? <laughs> I know they so just keep nails. getting longer and longer, but how do you type? Because you have to type a lot. Yeah, but I just use the like you don't use your nails to type. You use like the mm. out of your finger. That reminds me of like every school administrator person. Yes. They always had nails and they're always like they type in a way that I can't personally type. Yeah. Or when I'm like, even with my nails right now, these are not long. For me, these are really long. Yeah. Typing on my garage code, like the buttons you have to push mm. to like get it open. Oh yeah. That drives me insane. So they are too long. I put my credit card in or something. And like you <laughs> have to pull the credit card out. How do you do that? I couldn't. Okay. And so the credit card was stuck in there. And then how did you get it out? I had to ask somebody for help. Because <laughs> I was nightmare. like, because you know, I know literally my actual biggest pet peeve. I'm like, I'm just going to leave it. But like it was Getting too it out, long yeah. and I couldn't get it out. But also like doing your hair or like doing, I guess doing skin is fine. It's mainly like buttons. Yeah. And that drives me insane. Oh my God, pet peeve. If I press in to like my phone mm -hmm. or my garage thing if I make one wrong move or my nail hits oh, another thing and I have to redo it over. oh my yeah. god like I will have a mental yeah. breakdown after that <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lot of little pet peeves like that Same. I just didn't need to ever it's it's one of those things like everyone finds that annoying. yeah and I think if anything pet peeves like I'm most hard on myself like mm -hmm. I'm pet peeved by all the little things yes and like nuances or like any sort of inconvenience well I also do my pet peeves sometimes like if I find myself like doing something where I yeah. made a, a loud mouth noise right. I will even if it's not really in front of people I'm literally like oh my god like did anyone hear yeah. that like it's like it makes it being aware of your own pet peeves makes you have to live in a certain way where you can never be annoying totally because I think everybody else is so annoying yeah. so then I have to be so perfect you need to be perfect <laughs> because like you god forbid you yes. cannot be annoyed with people yes. and do the same thing anyway all right well thank you so much for right. coming on it's fun what are we doing the rest of the day? I didn't any trouble on this one. You didn't. You kind of stayed a little bit quiet. <laughs> PG, you know? Um, what are we doing the rest of the day? I have a meeting. Do you want to come with me or do you have to work? Or did you get your work done today already? I got a lot of work done. Where, where's your meeting? I don't know. I have to look at my... Go visit Sophie at Aloe. Cal. So why don't we do... Oh, yeah. One of our friends, Sophie, like works at Aloe and it's close to my house. I actually to bring Winnie up to see, like, say hi to her too because there's a lot of dogs up there. Okay. So what time is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're good on time. My meeting's at three. Maybe we can go get some quick food or something Perfect. and go over there and then go to Aloe after Perfect. and bring Winnie. All right. So that's our so plan fun. today, guys. <laughs> I would say pimp your socials out, but you're not on social media like that. I have 2,000 followers. <laughs> is it public? <laughs> it is. Okay. Go follow Kelsey. It's for the laughs. Obviously, you have to keep it PG. I wish you had like a 
I always talk about this. Sometimes when I hear our friends talk, this actually came to me yes. again when we were at your apartment yes. for your birthday. It was ratchet. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was so good, but I wish we could it have... it kept getting worse. Way worse. <laughs> and like unintentionally. Yeah, I wish we could have an anonymous podcast where... Yes. And I think everyone says that about their friends. Like, oh, that was so crazy. I'm not talking about like, last night was a movie. I'm talking about, this is genuinely really embarrassing. And like, I wouldn't yes. even say it out loud. But like, it is... It would be very, I think eye-opening for men to listen to that podcast totally the way that girls talk <laughs> maybe we're just i don't think we're different necessarily no. i don't think i think people do talk like us yeah but it takes breaking down a certain level of barriers and other women to have that come out of them or they're just normal and they don't talk like that right it's i also hard think to we're especially vulnerable with our friends and like mm -hmm. everybody's very open very open and we have a lot of opinions that's true that's that's another thing i will say before we go a lot of my friends and a lot of girls in our friend group have very specific personalities and have they're very themselves mm -hmm. and pretty confident in that. Yeah. So like even though maybe we aren't having the best hair day or we have our acne, like whatever we look like, we're all confident as human beings. Right. So everyone's willing and feels safe to speak up and say maybe the most heinous thing <laughs> that I've ever heard in my yes. life um, or maybe the most vulgar, disgusting thing I've ever heard. Right. And knows that we're not all going to judge them and we're all going right. to kind of laugh, even though we're like, hey, also, you should like anyone therapy. who's like, ew, it's like, shut up and grow up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just wish we could have an anonymous podcast where we could go on and talk and no one would know. But it's just like our voice, our voices yeah. are changed. Yeah. I don't know. Something like it would be hilarious. I don't know how we would make money from that. We'd have to like make it LLC that's separate from ourselves yes. that does the podcast yes, so you get paid fun. out through ads <laughs> who knows <laughs> well, would anyone we'll PG would anyone then. like advertise no on that? maybe maybe like it'd be like call her daddy but yeah um I think everyone says like it's a call her daddy kind of thing but like like we do but this would be like right. more anonymous right unless I guess one person's perspective anyway yeah. all right just brainstorming out loud thanks so much for listening guys come find me on Instagram and please make sure to rate and review the podcast this is one of the few petty episodes I've done, so maybe we should do more. Be nice to us on Reddit. <laughs> Be nice to Kelsey on Reddit. <laughs> She's stressed because Iman like had like one bad comment. And of course, Iman comes on the podcast and goes directly to Reddit and is like, "What are I they saying over here?" I didn't know where to look, but I'm like, "Oh, this is scary." Well, also, I think no people are saying nice stuff on like YouTube and stuff like that because this will probably be on YouTube unless I look like ass, which I'm feeling like ass be today. Nice. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind-the-scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.